Hi, everybody. It's Michelangelo Caruso. I'm uh, on with my pal, Rosh Sillers. We're both in southeastern Michigan. How are you, Rosh? Wonderful. How are you doing, Michael? Doing great. It's good to be with you again. You are the man on YouTube. I have not seen so much productivity from a single guy on this channel in, in so long, on this platform. And I just know you have so much to share. I appreciate you being on and sharing some video marketing tips with us today. Yeah. Hey, it's a favorite topic of mine, as you know. So I'm looking forward to sharing a lot of great information today. For those of you that are watching at home, you probably should pay attention to us, but we are going to be looking at YouTube screens to make sure that we not only speak intelligently about this, but we want to share our screens with you during this call so we can show you exactly what we're talking about. One of my big complaints on these calls, these types of calls, Rosh, is that everybody speaks very quickly and they're moving because they're so familiar with the interface. Sure. And I'm just learning it, which is why I'm on the tutorial. And then when they get done, I can't remember half of what they said because it doesn't connect in my brain. So we're going to go slow enough for people to connect, but fast enough not to bore anybody. Deal? Sounds good to me. Yeah. Okay. You're good at that, Michael. You're good at working through those things and making them understandable. So I, I appreciate always, that. Yeah. So the reason YouTube is now a thing, and, and I realize, you know, a lot of kids are dropping out of school to become YouTubers. <laughs> yes. It's right? like one of the number one things kids want to do when they grow up. Forget policemen and firemen, it's YouTuber. Well, they finally realized, man, I am never going to be six foot eight. I'm never going to play <laughs> basketball, but I could be a YouTuber. Yes. And so uh, they're, they're figuring out how to work the network. They're figuring out that Views means influence. Influence could mean free stuff. I mean, that's the easy yeah. point of entry, right? You get sure. affiliate very quickly with a big following. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Um, they'll, they'll send stuff right to your door. <laughs> and, uh, and the other thing is that we know that you can, if you've got a platform like products or services, YouTube or video marketing is perhaps one of the best ways to market it mm -hmm. because uh, it cuts right through. Video can be very, very interesting, especially if you've got a nice appeal or you're videogenic, or you know somebody on your team who can ha has an aptitude for this. Right. And, uh, and so let's get to it, man. Let's talk. So um, let's, let's, let's open this conversation right away by saying this is not just you and me talking. We both study this. You study it a lot more than I do, YouTube in particular. You've been talking to some guys who have magnificent numbers. Tell us oh, yeah. about who you're following and, and by proxy, whose information are you sharing with us today? Sure. And, and I know you want uh, spelling. We'll, we'll have to look that up on some of these because <laughs> I'll start with uh, Tim Schmoyer. Good luck on there. <laughs> I think it's S-C-H-M-O-Y-E-R or similar. Um, and he's been around a long time. Daryl Eves is another person. These guys have a few hundred thousand. Uh, Roberto Blake, that one's a little bit easier. He's a good guy. He's good for creative folk. Um, a couple new people to the game. Uh, Brian G. Johnson is excellent. Um, he's somebody I've connected with quite a bit. Uh, and Nick Nimmin, who is really just on fire. Uh, he just hit 200,000 subscribers. And wow. uh, he's been doing this maybe two years now. So, and you mentioned this Evan guy? Uh, Daryl Evan. Uh, Darryl, uh, yeah, Daryl Eves, excuse me. No, there was an Evan somebody, I thought. Oh, yeah. Evan Carmichael. So um, we recently, we were talking about Evan because he, he does a business and marketing channel. He's 1.3 million uh, subscribers and he was nice enough. I've had the opportunity to talk with him a couple times and he's a very good guy, just a giving guy who comes up with a lot of interesting stuff. And he breaks down quite often. He has a different types of videos, but sometimes it's just success ideas. And he believes in this one word called believe. I mean, believe is his one word. He's all about the one word. And he... Uh, and so he's, he's out to help people become great entrepreneurs, you know, so uh, he's, a, he's a good guy to know and to listen to. I always tell everybody my one word is Russian and I can't pronounce it. It's so difficult to market that. <laughs> 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 By the way, just to give some relative numbers, I love the thing called the relative number. You just said Evan passed 1 million subscribers. Uh, yeah, Evan, he, he's, yeah, he's up to 1.3 now. Um, it didn't take and, him long. He's just, how many subscribers do you have, Mr. Sillers? Oh, do I have to say aloud? Um, I, I, I like to put it this way. I am, I am seven away from my countdown to a thousand. <laughs> and I have a thousand twenty one. So nice. this is what we're saying, everybody. And we're pretty successful on YouTube, relatively speaking to most people in the population. Evan has a million. Yeah. You mentioned 100,000, 200,000. 
Right. So we need to have, we need to understand what you're up against here because in the early days of YouTube, it was rather easy to get this done. But now there's a lot of noise out there. There is. So you've got to find a way to bring it. We're going to talk later about how just posting your YouTube video to Facebook won't get it done either. So lots of valuable tips coming up in this session. So now you've got some other names that you can go to and research these guys and follow them. Subscribe to their channel. Subscribe to Rosh and my channel on YouTube. And we'll all, we'll all learn together. Everybody's been really good about teaching each other so far, and I'm grateful for that. Let's give uh, some other quick uh, analytics, Rosh, before we get going. We know that 1,000 subscribers helps you monetize your channel, but you also need to get a certain number of hours. Right, 4,000 hours over a year. 4,000. 4,000 over a year. Running 12-month uh, span. Right. right. So what you do for that is it'll tell you how YouTube will tell you how many hours your, your videos have been watched in the last 30 days, and then you can, I don't know if it's a logarithm or how you do the math, but you just multiply times 12 to find out if you're going to have it have the yeah, yeah. There's a good tool called VidIQ, and it actually has a, a uh, count, kind of a countdown uh, on there. It'll tell you how many, hour, how many views per hour, seven days, and so forth. And it also has a clock on there, how many um, annual views, hours of views you have. And so that's, that's a nice little tool just to keep an eye on it. So. Okay. One of the tricks for getting views is to create a binging culture with your following. So that rather than have them watch isolated two-minute videos, that they would go to a playlist that was so intoxicating, it would be like watching all of the episodes of Breaking Bad in one weekend. Right, right. And so you'd be at a certain playlist, and they would click the first one, and it'd be, oh, that's pretty good. So on playlists, you would recommend maybe what they call a, a is it a power lineup like they do on Saturday Night Live, where the, the first skit is the strongest at sure, 11.30? Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you know... A playlist it can be, you know, just a three or four videos uh, up to maybe 10 or 12. You, you usually don't want, I mean, I have a few, I have a lot of playlists. Some of them, I just put all my uploads in a playlist. So there's some variations to that. But for the most part, you want to have playlists of similar content. So if somebody's interested in cat videos, the next video should be a cat video and down the line. And, and if you are, say, part of your strategy is to develop a following and make your, you develop yourself as an expert in part of your career or business to help get your name out there, well, then you would want to make sure that each one of those videos follows each other logically if you're explaining maybe a two, three-minute video on one topic that leads into the next one to the next one, and that way people will watch more. And one of the best ways to look at it really these days, just because as you mentioned, Michael, that there are so many people in this space, and as we we're talking about Every child on earth wants to be a YouTuber now. So you have a whole generation coming up behind you who wants to be a YouTuber um, is to niche down and to really focus in a specific area so you can cut through the noise. And when you do that, it's a lot easier. So look at your entire channel as a big playlist and then even chop it up more into smaller playlists. To, uh, so make sure each video continues to support the other videos. So you brushed up against another idea for those of you writing as fast as you can. Let's not move past this too quickly. Sure. The first idea was the playlist concept itself, which gets them to cycle video one, video two, video three. Right. But a second tip is to label it within the titles of the videos themselves, part one of, two, of three, part two of three. You can do that. And yep. you can also do that within the playlist so that they would watch, the, like, I'm going to give you 10 tips. Here are three tips. In the second video, I'd have three more. Right. In the third video, I'd have the four. Remaining. I might just label the playlist that way. Um, there's a, actually, Michael, a debate whether you put, you know, number one, two, and three on there and if it's valuable or not. So it, it depends. I mean, you have to remember we're so – it's all psychological. And to me, it makes sense. But some people will say, no, don't do it for other reasons. So the, the best answer, as always, when it comes to this digital world, test it. <laughs> test yeah. test is the answer because maybe your audience appreciates oh here's all 10 and oh okay there's number six and so forth or it's, it's helpful you know where they left a off discussion even. with my brother the other day who who's not he's, he's i think he's battling the psychology himself because he doesn't want to um be too heavy-handed that's that's within everyone's definition right uh, everybody defines it differently 
too heavy handed about asking people to like his videos or share his videos or right. um, uh, click on his videos, you know, right. he's dying that way. I'm not sure this is for the faint of heart. I think you've yeah. got to be a little bit pushy. You, you do, you know, it's just like any kind of sales situation where you say, well, you know, if you're going to be a, someone who's going to be a salesperson, I don't like to be too pushy. You know, I want to give the customer room and then you ask them how their sales are. Yeah. <laughs> you know? and, and the person that you're like, man, that guy's so pushy. I'd never want to be like him. How's his sales? You know, or her, how's her sales? So the point being is that, yeah, you know, there, and of course, in YouTube, there's a debate about that too. You know, should you, should you ask and when should you ask? Some people like Tim will say, ask at the end. You should ask. That's, you need a, a call to action. And, and honestly, those people who made it all the way through the end are more likely to actually subscribe. Others would say, you know, you, you introduce your topic, 15 seconds, have a quick transfer, then go in and ask for the sale. Hey, if you like this video, make sure you subscribe, hit the bell icon, all that. And then others will say, hit them there and at the end. <laughs> you know, so you, honestly, probably more is, is better if you do it well and if you do it smoothly and naturally. Um, but you got to ask for the sale at some point, that's for sure. I think it was the great Zig Ziglar who said that passive salespeople have hungry children. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I can hear yeah, Zig's you know, voice saying money. that too. <laughs> you got you to put some steak on the grill, man. Yeah. Okay, so one of the tricks, you and I have talked about, about this many times, one of the tricks, if you want to call it, and with trick, by the way, everybody, for our definition here, we're never taking advantage of anybody, right? This is not how, about user. How about tactic or strategy? Bait or switch. It's like, it's like David Copperfield trick. It's a magic trick. Nobody gets hurt here. The woman doesn't actually get sawed in half. What? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> One of the tricks for getting this engagement is niching. And you would niche way before your video ever gets to, uh, gets to the YouTube channel. Because when you pick uh, black cats instead of all cats, right. in my case, I, teach, I happen to teach sales training and leadership. So I can niche on those two things. But there would be people that argue, no, you should let one of them go and just focus on one. Right, especially in the beginning, especially in the beginning. Until you have a following, people know who you are. Right. But, you know, in my case, if I start to become known a bit as a success coach, then I can have a leadership channel and, or a leader channel and I can have a selling channel. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You can do both and people do. Um, but, you know, if, if leadership could be part of what you're doing under success, it could be a branch you could say, in other words, have playlists on leadership. Mm. And maybe four out of five of your videos are on success, but you know, one out of five is on leadership. And that, that playlist continues to grow. So people looking, you know, because honestly, it's hard, it's hard enough to grow one channel, let alone two channels. And in your channels will develop authority and it'll be easier and easier over time. Uh, YouTube is exponential. Uh, we talk about you and I, you know, flirting around that 1,000 mark. Uh, now we add subscribers a little bit more faster than we did when we had 50. And, and when we have 5,000 and 10,000, it'll be even easier to add even more subscribers. It'll just keep like a snowball rolling. And the same thing goes for placing in search. Part of that whole process when YouTube is deciding where to put you when you say you have a topic on sales, maybe uh, sales coaching, you have a specific topic on sales. If you have more authority than somebody else, and that, a lot, that authority is developed on what they call watch time. So it's not necessarily subscribers alone, but subscribers lead, help lead to that. So if you have a lot of watch time on your channel, you're more apt to be put up into the front of the line. Now, in the beginning, now if your, your video doesn't hold, then you're going to slowly move your way back and better videos will move forward. And we can talk about how that all works as we move forward in this conversation. So, so not to hammer the nail too many times, but what most people do is they err on the side of not being niche enough. Right. right? Yeah. So, so again, back to my situation or people that do what I do, they're in the, uh, leadership training or they work with supervisors and managers, and, but they also do training for sales teams. Right. What you could do is just merge those two and just do a channel for a YouTube channel for sales managers. Now, sure. that 
niche right? Right. I'm and, not talking to the average salespeople. You're talking about the people who manage salespeople. Right. And, and that's kind of what I've had to learn myself, quite honestly. For example, you know, I've had many business topics on my channel and, I, and I've formed, and I knew going into it that I really needed a niche down and I didn't listen to my own advice and I paid the price. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, I finally found a little more of a niche where I can still have a lot of latitude. Let me give you an example. Um, I, actually, I do have two channels. And when I was originally going to start my channel, it was going to be pricing for photographers because I was doing some seminars on pricing for photographers. And I thought, wow. You, by should... the way, a, f- a little footnote, Rosh yep. is a very talented photographer. He did it for Thank many, you. many years, still does it. Yep, yep. And, and, I, and I support the, the community with business and social media and so forth, the photography community. And, and so I, I was go- and that one of my biggest articles and one of the things people ask me to t- speak on is pricing for photographers. And so I was doing these, these webinars and I was putting them on YouTube for kind of storage, where, what I've been doing for years, like many of us do, starting storage. off. Just, yeah, storage. YouTube, hey, what a great place to store videos. Not thinking about the other potential. And I'm guilty as anyone else. And so I decided, no, I, I just can't do pricing for photographers alone. I, I got to do more. So I want to just do everything. You know, I know niching's better, but I, I'm just going to do it. So I, I just got into talking business and marketing all across the board from every topic I could possibly think of. Working my way down over the year, um, eventually I settled on, without getting too long into the convers- this, making this too much more of a conversation, I settled on marketing strategies. And so if I can't call it a marketing strategy or it's not a marketing strategy or related to marketing strategies, I don't, I don't talk about it. Now on the weekends, I do some tutorials, which are very helpful on my channel to support marketing strategies, like looking at the analytics and things like that. But the weekdays when somebody looks at my channel, when I, when I did made that adjustment within, within 60, 90 days, YouTube upped my, you know, the promotion of my channel. I, I'm getting more subscribers every day than I've ever gotten before because it is clear when somebody looks at my channel, all the videos, it doesn't matter what they found me for. They've, they look at the, the recent videos and they say, wow, marketing strategies. Look at that marketing strategy and another marketing strategy. And so they do know and it's very clear what the channel is about. Good, good. And, and let, so let me just take a step back. So a year passes by. I did a video every single day and I decided to try that pricing for photographers channel and I launched it in November. Highly niched, hyper niched, and it took off and it was going th- growing three times faster than the other channel. And this was before I niched down to marketing strategies. The problem is that I didn't have the heart to keep it going at that level. And that, that's, that's where you have to weigh it all. And I guess that's why I give you this long story. Niching is better, but if it's so narrow that you, you're going to give up in the long run, then what good is that? Right. But if it's too broad that you're not going to get anywhere, what good is that? So it's a struggle and it's a balance. You need to figure out what, what is right for you. So I think it's fair to say that even if you're on YouTube to make money, uh, that it, it's got to be something you have a deep and, and a long passion for. Yes, right? absolutely. Because even if you are making money, you're going to get so tired of doing it. If it's not your passion, you won't be able to fake it. Yeah, this is a marathon. I mean, a lot of people quit after three months. They, they yeah. get in, they think I'm going to get going. Hey, and I, I know people start around the same time as myself, you know, getting serious about it. They, they have 10,000 followers, 15,000 yeah. followers now. I know one with 50,000 followers and we started at the exact same time. It is dependent on so many different things. One, how well you niched you, your personality, and how well you create your show. And, and of course, the topic. Um, obviously, business and marketing, there are a lot of people out there talking about this. Most of them have well under 1,000 subscribers and do not go, get much further. But well, then that's that why the 1,000 uh, subscribers threshold came about. YouTube yeah. didn't want it to be something that was so easy. Yeah. I'm sorry, say that again. What? That's where the number 1,000 subscribers came yep. about because YouTube didn't want to make it too easy to right. monetize because they actually sure. to give you their money. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and they, and they feel that they know what your channel is about by that point. Once you've had that many hours of people watching your videos, they know what type of people are watching, you know, what in, in where your videos place 
in the YouTube ecosystem. And they figure if you've earned a thousand, you're, you've gotten somewhere. And there, that's always been a good psychological level on YouTube and YouTube does recognize that number. Mm-hmm. And 10,000 is another one. Uh, 50, 100, you get 100, you get a silver play button. You get a, a million. Um, you know, the silver play button is a big deal. A lot of us aim for that. That million. Not on a monochrome, not on a monochrome mo- uh, monitor. It's not. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> hey, let's open up a, a YouTube screen. Yeah. And show people some cool stuff. Um, I want to show off your great title cards because you're kind of famous for this. And I think it's been a big part of the, the appeal. We said earlier, everybody, that it's important to be appealing. And I don't know how hey, Ross Michael, can, can I Can I um, do something and, and kind of show you? I have, I have Photoshop out. And I can kind of show you what I've been doing and how I create them. And well, in the interest of time, let's just see the let's just see the panorama that you have sure. on your channel that's, now. That's that's fair. Okay, we're that's you. We can. You tell you what, we'll do another session another time and talk oh. about the creative process. Oh. Yeah, that that's fine. I I totally understand. Um, okay, so here we are. These are my my videos, and. So look at this, everybody. You, you notice some themes here. First of all, the colors are absolutely garish. Ross, you will never, <laughs> never decorate my condo. <laughs> uh, secondly, and I don't know if this is on purpose, but because a lot of people batch their videos, you're wearing the same shirt in a lot of them. That's on purpose, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I tend to use that red shirt for a lot. It just it's worked well. I've had other shirts that I just didn't think kind yeah. of popped and, and worked very well. So again, psychology, everybody, this is counterintuitive. When I do videos, I'm the opposite. Oh my gosh, they've seen this shirt before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you have to think like a marketer and not like a real person. Which is a bizarre <laughs> Thank you. Thing. Because a real person wouldn't use these colors. Right. Exactly. Right. The two. Um, and and let, me, let me be honest on, on the, in terms of color and so forth. The, the key here is to use colors that pop out. Yeah. And so, so in other words, I, I want to look and see what the other people are doing for that search term and then do colors that are much different. And generally, you want to stay away from a white background, black background, stay away from red, stay away from the YouTube colors um, and do some things that are above and beyond. And it's taken me a long time to figure out what works. And some of what you see here, especially these newer ones, I wasn't doing them like this. The reason I am doing them like this is because because of the new analytics that YouTube now offers us, I can see these are the types of images that people click on. These are the types of thumbnails that people would click on. So um, that that is why they're like this now, and it's and it's working. And my click through rates are much higher, which are, is an important part of the formula. So let's just talk about the one in the upper left corner. Your six month business checkup. What I'm hearing you say, Rosh, is that this. This graphic is a little piece of sushi, right? It's got all these special ingredients and every one of them is there for a reason. So if I did a, yep. let's do a quick game show exchange. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing you read or heard that a cartoon character is a clickable entity, yeah? Yeah, um, it, it, it's turned out that way. Logos are better. Like if you see in the middle, you see Instagram. That's related to something that somebody is looking for. So that made it a lot easier. I don't actually uh, see an Instagram logo in that graphic. Is it so small? I can't. The middle, right here. Do you see this one, the very middle? Oh, sorry. I was looking on the upper left. Yeah. No. Yeah, this, I'm sorry. This the middle one. I, yeah, I moved over on you. Um, for a while, I had a lot of pictures of me and I, and I saw that things weren't working so well. So what I decided is to make a lot of them where there's this smaller picture of me because it is known that a, a, a face is, is a human element is really important. But I thought, okay, my human element isn't something that people want to click on so much, but I want to have a human element. So I was putting other things in there. But then when I realized, you no, know, I needed the face, but also kind of the cartoon or another element that will support the topic that was was the key for me. And I'm sure a year from now, I'm going to have some other elements, but this is where I am now and I'm getting much better clicks. And uh, that's that's really important. So listen to what Rosh is saying, everybody. Here's a pretty good looking guy. His photo's not bad. I love all the different expressions and stuff. But what Rosh is saying is that Facebook logo that you see in the, in the middle, can you put your pointer over there on that? Um, this right? one here? Yeah. yeah. That Facebook logo is more recognizable than Rosh's face. And Rosh has to get past his own ego 
to move to make his photo smaller and move it up into the corner and then put the big Facebook thing. Yeah. But right. a, lot of, a lot of marketers don't think like this. They think, well, I'm the star of the show and I have to be center stage all the time. Right. Right. Absolutely. I mean, look, here's the combination. YouTube wants people. So here's the thing the, the people, and this will help explain it. People say, okay, well then I'll make just a crazy thumbnail with an awesome weird headline that'll get everybody to click on it. Okay. That's fine. But YouTube has a two part system here. One, clicking. Two, um, how long do you watch the video? So if people just click and then go one second in the video, move back, your video is going to move forward. So let's go back to that, that authority conversation we just had. So let's say we just have a rush moment and we just, you know, do a, a one minute video that's absolutely horrible and we throw up this awful thumbnail, but we have authority. So YouTube throws it up pretty high in the beginning because traditionally we've done really well, but nobody start, no one's clicking it. No one's clicking it. And the people who do click it go right back. Eventually that, that video is going to mo start moving back. Hmm. Now, now for those of us who don't have a huge amount of authority, it's the opposite. We start at number 50. And so over time, YouTube tests our videos tests. And that's why sometimes our videos don't pop for two months, three months, six months, or a year. And that's very common for a video that you had out there, nothing really happened. And all of a sudden one day it has thousands of views. That's right. because YouTube tested it once again under a different group of people and it, and it won the day and you're moving up the ranks. A few questions. I'm noticing some numbers under each of these thumbnails. And remember everybody, each thumbnail represents a video. Uh, the view numbers are small because the videos were just posted recently. But there's a view, the number of views, the time frame when the video was posted, yep. so the top row three hours ago, one, one day ago, two days ago. Yep. And there's a 100%. Uh, that, that is, that, that is um, likes versus dislikes. So, oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's what that is. Um, if you go look at the uh, old, my um, older videos or more popular videos, a lot of them are, are videos that like this, this Facebook, this is a tutorial. It's 34,000 views. Holy crap. And in this one is moving up pretty good and Twitter, a few thousand. So I have a number of them with some views. This one is coming up with 500 yeah. a day. I mean, this, this, how to change your Facebook should probably, I would assume in the next year or so, the way it's going will hit 100,000, which is nice. Now you can see the evolution of my, my thumbnails, early, early days, five years ago, I wasn't even using a thumbnail. I wasn't putting anything up there. Um, here, this is a, a system I started using later. And you can see this forum I started using. I kept just moving. But here's the problem. For years, for, for all this time, we had no idea. We had a hole here. We knew how long YouTube would show us the retention rate of people watching our views. But the problem was, let's say you, you put out two videos and both got 50 views. Which one had the better thumbnail? You have no idea. One of them may have been shown to 1,000 people and one may have been shown to 500 people. Well, obviously, the click-through rate on the one only shown to 500 people was better, but we had no way to know that. Well, now we do. And that's why you see this evolution and how much I've changed over time in terms of what I'm doing. I'm even going back and updating some of my old videos that have a good um, audience retention and, and updating the, uh, the thumbnail, and that gives it the right combination for it to pop down the road. Um, but not every video is worth saving. Some, some are just not liked by the community. Everybody, you know, not every video is a winner, so uh, there's some ways in which you can tell which ones are worth saving or not. videos of you with hair? Uh, yeah, <laughs> this, this one, kind of, yeah, a little bit there. I think that was before I totally shaved. <laughs> oh yeah. Look at this one. This was in, uh, Las Vegas seven years ago when I was speaking down there. So these are these uh, thumbnails that we're looking at. They're called cards, correct? No, these are called thumbnails. Cards are a different element. Cards are the little, um, dot you would see up here. Let's say it would be something like this while the video is going and it would give you a, a, a title and it's a link to something else, maybe uh, another related video or something 
Um, and it's good to put cards in your video. Even the suggestion is from the very sec first second, have a card, something for people to click on. If they lose interest, at least they would stay within your ecosystem. Is the, so idea. the card could be a website? It could be a website, but that would take them off platform. But yes, it could be a, a approved website, I believe. What would you use if you didn't use We understand that we, it, YouTube does not want you to take people off of the platform. Right. What, what could you put as a, as a uh, title? To a card? Oh, sorry, as a card. Yeah. Not take them off the platform. Um, I, to another video. So, for example, um, you can, you know, how we talked about taking them from one video to another. Maybe you have a series of playlists. So, maybe you have a series of seven videos in a playlist. You could have, say, three or four cards going on in that video that would take them to other related videos in that playlist. So, Love that it. would continue this, the watch session, which would be positive for your channel. Excellent. Can you open up a video and we'll talk quickly about the three places to put tags? Yeah. To optimize. This is called optimizing the video. Uh, video. So many people still to this day putting YouTube's uh, videos up or videos up on YouTube and not optimizing the video for people to see. It really does uh, stunt your growth in terms of views and that sort of thing. Yeah. So this, this is uh, one I'd launched over the weekend. Now, see, there are a few ways to go to look at this. You know, they say, wow, there are not a lot of views in the beginning. Well, it's really because of the type of channel. You saw some of those videos had thousands and thousands of views. But let me assure you, they look just like this a year ago or two years ago. Yeah, I think, I think everybody gets that. Yeah. I don't yeah. mind showing people where I am today. They're, they're going to watch the, this video in six months or a year and say, oh my gosh, look at all the progress these people have right. made. Right. Um, and so, what, what you do, obviously you have a choice of thumbnails and you can put your card right here, just pull it up. Um, and then it's good to put, when it early, especially early in the game, it's important to use your keywords. I mean, it always is, but there's eventually a point at which you have such authority, you can, you can put, hello, my name is Joe and it's gonna rank somewhere and people are gonna watch it. And, um, but in the beginning, you want, want, there are two ways to be found and that's YouTube promoting you and YouTube search being the second largest search engine. And so Instagram Insights is what I'm going for here. So I put that in the beginning, but then I also have a promise, which will help get the click. And so that's metrics to grow your audience. And sometimes you can have that a catchy phrase or something more to that, that's fine. Um, probably more catchy, the better, as long as you deliver on the promise. And then from here you have um, description, Make sure you fill out the description. Longer the better. This one could even be longer, quite honestly. Um, and then you have your tags. Excuse your me, Rosh. Yes, sir. Longer the better because longer means you're gonna. It's it should be replete with keywords. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. More more detailed. I mean, the, use use the keys that YouTube gives you. You have room for five thousand characters. There's a reason for that. So if you can fill that up, as long as it's rele relevant. Why not? So it, a mini blog post can, can help out. Now, some people find the value higher than others. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I guess I'm, I'm looking at time versus, you know, other things I want to do to help my video. So, Rosh, are you, uh, you just, I think, answering another question for everybody. So if it's 5,000 characters in the description, can we ascertain that it's 100 characters in the title of the video up above? Correct. Then you've used 49. Yep. And 50 tends to be about a perfect point these days. See, it's just one of those numbers. Around 50 is a good, good spot to be. Because you also don't want to dilute the keywords in your, uh, in your title. Because your title is probably the most important thing out of the three. I mean, topic is number one. But as far as SEO goes. Uh, a lot of people are mobile now and a longer title gets yeah. truncated. Sure. If you reverse Absolutely. that title and it said metrics to grow your audience, Instagram insights wouldn't even show up on the cell phone. Right, right. So Instagram insights, that's good in terms of the SEO. So the, the, the thing is you want to do good SEO in the beginning, but down the road, it's going to be YouTube's algorithm that rules the day, meaning it's not going to look at so much. Over time, your SEO tags and titles mean less and less. In, in YouTube will focus more and more on what humans are actually doing. And, okay. and so that, that's really important. So if you, you, can, you can change stuff, you can update your um, description down the road, you can update your 
your thumbnails and tags, unless you're going for a major overhaul, don't ever touch your title. Once it's there, leave it. Why? What happens? Uh, it's going to change the whole paradigm of your whole video and how it's almost set, resetting it. So I, I guess if your video is not doing anything, if it's a, what we would refer to as a dead video, okay, fine. But if you have a video that's doing well um, and is getting good clicks on a regular basis and you're just going through and updating stuff to improve the health of your channel, don't, don't touch it if it's doing well. Let, but it won't let, change the views because I've changed no, before. No, no, it won't change your views, but it'll take you back to zero. Um, in terms of, uh, I mean, doesn't mean it can't, you can't bring it back again. Maybe if your title is good, but okay, get it right the, get it right the first time. Is Billy yeah, Joel. yeah, yeah. I mean, changing the title is the biggest risk to sinking the progress of that video. Okay, let's get back to keywords. Yes, sir. Instagram insights we've identified as two keywords that are really important to this video. So you put them uh, first thing in the title of the video. Yep. And then the the first two words in the description of the video. And the third place, I assume they're down in the tags, Instagram Insights. There it is. Yep. One, two, that, and three. What is that number 42.4 in the tag section? Um, well, this is, this is using a, a tool called TubeBuddy. And I believe right now if I searched Instagram Insights, I would be number 17, um, and which is pretty good. It's been going up. These numbers weren't even here Insights Analytics, I was in the 20s before or not even listed. So this is good news to me. That means I'm slowly moving up. In other words, people are clicking, people are starting to lose, uh, watch it and it's snowballing. And so that's, that's a good deal. Um, so the, this is TubeBuddy telling me where I rank based on where I am, uh, excuse me, based on what it looks like from my account. It could be a little bit different from somebody else's because you have to remember that YouTube also ranks things based on your interests and your watch history. So it's not the same for everyone, but, uh, that, so that, but it does give me an idea. Okay, so for people watching, TubeBuddy is a free tool or a paid it's, app? It's both, uh, but you can get the free tool that would show you these basic things here. Uh, and, but yeah, the, the things that we're seeing here, are you paying for these? Um, some of it, but uh, what we're talking about now, no. Okay, very good. On the right side of the page, it said something about 11 of 12 best practices. Is that also a tool? Yeah, TubeBuddy two, two here, um, best practices, also vidIQ. So there are two, I have two tools running right here. And that allows you to, uh, it's like a little template and it's yeah. color between the lines kind of a thing for success, right? Right, and I don't, I don't pay for vidIQ, um, and, but there are a lot of nice tools within vidIQ. I do have, there are multiple levels of TubeBuddy and I once so often they'll have a special where you can get like the pro version for $39 a year or flat or something like that. And I've done that. There's another very interesting um, tool called Morning Fame. And it's uh, in Morning Fame, uh, it can, it'll show, it's, it's, a, it's a young guy out of Seattle and a lot of us have really embraced him. He's, a, he's, he's been developing this over the last year. And it really helps you pick out your titles and your tags and helps you with your description, especially with the keyword. There's two parts to it. There's regular morning fame, which is, uh, well, I'm not going to get any more deeper. Anyway, the, the, the point being is this, the keyword tool that's also available with it that he just released out of beta. I was a beta tester for it for about six months. It was, it was just tremendous. And it really helps you and guides you and says, look, it'll even help you find titles in your niche. You know, it'll give you grades. It'll say, okay, the chances of you ranking for this, this topic based on your authority and where you are is very low. But here are some options, and mm -hmm. you can try this and that. So, this is Morning Fame, F-A-M-E. Yeah. Okay. Rush, would you go back to your homepage on YouTube so that we can show everybody yeah. some more features? Certainly. Do, let's see, do we want to go to the homepage or do we want to go to uh, analytics? Let's do home for now. Okay. Please. No problem. Let's see here. And there are some tabs in, in, the, in the homepage. So the first one is videos, and that's where we were just now where you could, oh, uh, let's block this out for them. There's a featured video, it's called a trailer, yep. I think. Yep, yep. Which is the one we're looking at in the lower left of the screen. Yes. How do you decide which video should be your trailer? In this case, I picked one that had high retention rate and people like to watch. 
uh, that, and it also explained the channel. So this is four marketing strategies to help you flourish in 2018. Uh, marketing strategies was, were the keywords, four obviously being a big number, to help you flourish in 2018 was the promise. So that, that's what I did. It, it went really well. I had a really high retention rate, meaning people really watched it. And so I, I put if it in If you're there. watching at home, you can guess why. He says there are four strategies. So yep. if you're clicking to get four strategies, right. there's a thing in psychology everybody called the Zignaric effect. And it was named after a woman who discovered that people do not like to leave stuff unfinished. So when you tell them there's four strategies, they're going to hang in there for that video. This yeah. is what Wash is trying to tell you that thinking about doing this in the original title, not changing the title later, in the original title is what's going to get you that view time that's going to put you into that coveted yeah. space of 4,000 uh, uh, 4, yeah. uh, minutes, right? Yep, yep. Uh, 4,000 4, 4, hours. 4,000 hours, of course, hours during a 12-month period. Right. The other, the other uh, click on the other columns, the playlists. We talked a little bit about the value of segmenting or niching the videos so, so that you can binge watch. Yep. I, I try to add a new playlist every month. Okay. So I, stop I, slow for a second so people can take this in. So on the first complete row, what you're seeing here is that, there you are, best of raw shillers. Let's start there. There are eight videos. Help me with your mouse, Rosh, so people can pick this yep, up. Right here. Yeah. It's going to change, I guess, when your mouse over. Yeah. There are eight videos in this playlist, four in the one titled Quick Marketing Plan, three, etc. And I was shy on playlists initially. I didn't even have them. And then I, and then I started to realize, oh, my gosh, i got a ton of videos here. How can I get organized? I wasn't even thinking about getting more viewing time. But it turns out this helps people understand you. And anything you can do to help people understand you is good news. Absolutely. Let's do some more of these uh, tabs. Channels, please. So um, channels, these, oh, these are subscriptions, um, friends of channel. Oh, there's a friends of a channel, um, which I now um, I put on my front page too. So these are kind of featured people and people that I, I follow my subscriptions. Um, discussion, general discussion going on. Um, I didn't know comments. about that. Then you about a lot of action on the discussion. Pardon? You get a lot of discussion. Uh, a lot of uh, comments. Yeah, I that I comment wise, I haven't. I don't have a lot of comments on mine, which is important. That is also a signal. So it's good. You know, when I do have comments, I always make sure I respond. I think it's really important. Because oh, for sure. It's like not answering a ringing telephone. Right. Yeah, well, good, good point. By well the way, put. people don't do anymore. Yeah. Um, I don't have a discussion tab. I wonder why. Uh, I wonder. Well, they are getting rid of something. And I, I'm not going to, I don't want to dive too deep into this just because my knowledge is very low on what's happening right now. I've, I've okay. heard there because I heard they're getting rid of mes messages or a, a section, okay. as you see, but they just added this tab, which is messages. So it's more of a social. It, so what I understood is they're getting this? rid of this, and now there it is on the top portion. So I'm not sure. <laughs> this is why we do these calls. Things are changing all the time. We're all yeah. learning from each other. Yeah. Let's finish yeah. up with the About tab, which is the equivalent of an About page on a website. Yep. Again, you want to load it up with, a bio and keywords about what's going on with you. You'll see Rosh, his total number of views, how long he's been on since 2007. Uh, I don't know how many people actually visit about pages, but the algorithm could answer to it, correct? Yeah, and also um, there, there are some other things. You can put keywords in for your entire page too, which is something to consider. Uh, this is also, people do look at the about page to figure out what you're about. So you want to make it very clear you know, the headline strategies, you know, marketing strategy channel by Rosh Sillers. Okay. If somebody only gets that far, I'm okay. And then there's more information down here. So make sure you, you don't bury the lead here. Make sure people understand what it's about when they hit that about page. Believe it or not, people do come here. They go to your video page and they go to your about page to learn more about you before they hit that subscribe button. So okay. they're important to make sure that it's attractive to people. All right, let's do one more thing before we leave the screen share and close with um, some tips about using videos on other platforms. 
Would sure. you please open up my YouTube channel? Yes, sir. I'm going to be your guinea pig for a minute. And you're, we're going to do the similar tour. You can do it much quicker if you want. Just your Rosh Siller's expert commentary on what's happening here so that they, people have something relative. Like I don't use nearly as many thumbnails as you do. And I'm sure you're going to say, right. come on, Caruso, get it in gear. But just your overall impression about what you're seeing here. Because this is the kind of thing you do for clients, right? You're available right. to help people grow their right. businesses. So give them a flavor about how you work. Sure. Well, I, immediately I'm going to look at, obviously, your, your header. I, I want to make sure I understand what you're, um, you're about. Everything is a presentation. It gives me a good clue. I see you on stage. I have a, I have a relatively good understanding, but I'm also biased too because I know who you are. But some things you could certainly add are when you upload, how often you upload. That's certainly something to consider. Um, make sure, again, your about section is, we'll go back to the videos in a moment. Your about, um, presentation skills are key to your success. You know, Michelangelo Caruso teaches, yeah, see, this is perfect. This, this is what you're about, what your site is all about. So I would know immediately what that's all about. Now, the next part is going back to the videos, which is probably the second thing people look at. And, and so I'm going to, I'm wherever you are here, that's where that niche is. You can start to branch off, but I'm going to make judgments right now. Is this here matching up with this up here? Mm -hmm. And am I confused or not? Um, I'm going to say, um, possibly, um, it, it, there's, there's this, I like this, this thumbnail very well. Um, I do see a lot of presentation stuff in here. So that's positive in the sense of, okay, presentation guy, the guy's presenting. What's he presenting about? Okay. And that, that's where I would go from there. Um, but the thumbnail, thumbnails would add more certainty and tie it all together. Exactly. Make it more clickable and so forth. Can, yep. can, can I desperate? I'm desperate to show the, uh, the analytics on this to okay, sure. give people a, a sense of this. So, uh, because this is this is really important to help you understand the value of these thumbnails and so forth. So um, here are the new analytics or the new studio, and what we have here are our analytics. And YouTube now shows you here's the watch time. The very first thing in this list is watch time. That means it's very important to YouTube. And then then view subscribers is. There's an element, but that's really not important. Subscribers are important in the sense that when you have subscribers who, these are people who care about you, they're going to go right to your video, especially if they hit the bell icon. That drives views, which drives velocity of your channel growth, I mean, or view growth. So the point being is having subscribers is like having your own team to help you get your video out there. And the more they come and watch, the more YouTube's going to show off your video. Yes. Now, what, what is really nice, this is the part that was missing. Okay, this is how many impressions I've been given over the month from YouTube. I never knew that before. I, they've shown my video 52,000 times over the last month. No clue. About is a that number different than the views per month? Yeah, these are just impressions. This is how many times my video has been shown either on other locations or like in the, in the end cards on the side that you've talked about. Um, all the places that people, can, your videos can be shown. Ross, scroll up. What is the other relative number? How many views? Or I guess it was on the other screen. How many views did you have in this, in this period? Um, let's see. Um, 13. No, uh, seventeen one, which is down a little bit, but I had a couple pop last month. So but seven one, right? Seven thousand. Excuse me, seven thousand one hundred views. So, of, so the, I, I'm having trouble understanding the difference between seven thousand one hundred views and fifty six thousand impressions, or whatever it was, fifty two thousand. Okay, so I mean this this may be based on different numbers, twenty eight or thirty days. Yeah. So let's let's give YouTube is not going to have exact exact numbers, but this number let's let's agree that this number is very close. Six point nine is very similar to seven one. Yes. Okay. This out of these fifty two thousand times 
YouTube showed, or actually a third of that was from YouTube and the other was maybe from search or other locations. Okay. We're just going to oh, like, uh, it could be the, uh, the right side of the screen. Yes, exactly. Or at the end of a video. And then you see those five or six other videos you have options for or oh, embedded on another video. Thank How you. many times it's been seen? Well, out of, out of these 52,000 times YouTube promoted my stuff a third of that time. Um, and so would it be maybe about what 18,000 times YouTube put it in those opportunities, gave me an opportunity to earn a view. My click through rate is 6%, which is very good. YouTube says that, and if you would like more information, just click here. YouTube has some really nice information with these cards and it will tell you exactly what these things are. So click on the, those, uh, those question marks and you will get more information. And so out of those 52,000 times, they reviewed about 7,000 times with a 6% click-through rate. YouTube says that 2% is the number. 50% of videos have less than 2% click-through rate. So you want, so if you want to be in the top 50%, now obviously it depends on the niche and all so forth, but for, as an overall ecosystem, you want to be for sure over 2%. So if I see a video that is under 1% click-through rate, then that for me down the road might be a candidate where I will change the card. The dead I, video. Uh, yeah, uh, not change the card. I fall on that trap. Um, change the thumbnail. So would I would change. Would you change the title in that instance as well? Um, no, I would, that, I would change the title six months down the road if it's completely dead. Okay. So to, to look at a, quickly look at a video, let's just look at this real quick. So let's grab a video. Let's, I, I think I know which one I want to grab. That's why I'm going down. Oh. Um, we go, yeah, so, so here, here's a video. This is an example of a video in which Early on in the game, it wasn't doing so well. Um, it was, had a different card in it. Right now, it's a 2% click-through rate for the last 30 days. Let's see what the last seven days are. Nope. This may not be. Okay, see, it's one point. When I, when I, dis, when I my first cover, it was less than 1% click-through rate. But I noticed that, well, there's 50% of the videos. And I have some with 60, 70% average duration. So if I see there's a good average duration, but it's a low click-through rate, I might try to update the thumbnail, which will then quite often increase the, uh, the, the click-through rate tremendously. Okay. So, um, and this, 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 I guess this is an okay example. Um, but the point being is that that's what you can use and understand now we, we had no clue before. And so now we have another tool in our toolbox because remember that click-through rate is so important because you could have a great video and the people who watch it really watch it. They like it. All the metrics are there. But if nobody's clicking on it, YouTube is not going to push you up the ranks because it's not going to help YouTube. So just to be clear, a click-through rate in an email is when you had a call to action and somebody actually clicked on the, on the uh, offer. Right. Well, yeah. Or a click-through rate or... Um, so basically it's a hundred times every uh, 100 times it was shown a 2% click through rate would mean two people actually clicked on it. So, um, to open it. yeah, to, to watch it. Okay. So, um, so what I can here, let me show you this. Um, Let me show you what some of my larger ones are doing um, and what the click-through rates are there that are getting. So here, here's one on BNI. I, I actually rank very well um, for this one. If you type, this is a 6.8% click-through rate. And nice. so um, other ones, I think my, let's see, where's the uh, Facebook one? Anyway, um, that one has a really high one. So I thought it showed it in this, so this shows you, yeah, 12% click-through rate. So this shows why this one is being shown. Um, the combination of... Just to the aesthetics of the thumbnail and the yeah, title? topic and thumbnail. Yeah, in this situation, this is an old thumbnail I did two years ago. So maybe if I updated the thumbnail, I could even improve it. But the thing show is... Us the, show us the thumbnail once more so people can tie this together in their own mind. Sure. So... Um, 
This, this is the thumbnail. And this is just a selected by YouTube thumbnail. I did not, this is before I started creating my own thumbnail. Oh my gosh, that breaks all the rules. Well, but it is relevant to the actual, it is relevant to what it is that they're looking for. And okay. so I think that's why it's working. Um, and it's and also, I, it's also I tell been you, up for a while. pardon? It's also been up for a while. Yeah, two years. So it's, it's earned its stripes. It's getting, it's getting the clicks. If people were not clicking on this kind of a thing because it wasn't exciting enough, but this, this is a tutorial kind of a thing. So in this situation, I still use kind of uh, screen captures, but more with more branding yep. for my newer ones because I know this works. So it also okay. depends on the type of video. But What's I bet I could increase that if I, if I tried to improve it. But I, it, it pretty much sits as number one for the topic. So I'm not going to mess with what's working. boy. So we're getting, we're getting into the home stretch here. I think we've given yep. everybody a lot to think about. Let's finish up with um, looking at the traffic source that you were just showing in analytics because we're going to talk about repurposing video on other platforms like Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. There was a screen that you were showing that showed uh, a LinkedIn sliver that two, that you had external sources. So yeah. most people are finding you through Google sort, uh, search. Yep, which is a good thing to happen. But only 2.4% are finding you through LinkedIn. And I know you're active on Facebook, but Facebook isn't showing up on this panel. Why yeah. not? Um, I bet it's part of this unknown infrequent area. Um, and two, when I... When you share a link from YouTube or any other platform from one social media platform to another, they, they really don't like each other. You really should focus on native uh, and, and maybe even a trailer. So, if, for example, if I wanted to promote my YouTube video, putting that link on Facebook, Facebook's going to bury it. And, and so are the other channels. You just don't get the same values if I took maybe the first or the highlight of my video and created well, a quick little trailer and uploaded those, that 30 seconds minute to Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, you'd get shown a lot more because it's native video, but yeah. I could still promote my let's, YouTube channel. Let's break this down for people. So yep. Facebook, everybody is a business enterprise and they view their mission in the world to gain money through advertising on Facebook. And so anything that you post on your Facebook channel that would take them off of Facebook Facebook frowns upon. It didn't used to be this way. And so what they'll do with the, if you put a YouTube URL on your Facebook page, they will throttle it. That's the name yep. of it. They will minimize it. So let's say you have a thousand friends on Facebook. Only two people will even see your post. Maybe not even that many. Right, right. Absolutely. Because they don't want people to leave. This is like the dirty little secret in Facebook. If people knew this, man, they'd be up in arms. Yeah. What do you mean you're not showing all my friends my video? Why am I bothering to post it? When right. this comes out, Facebook is going to have to answer for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a, why a lot of people are leaving even Facebook pages. Facebook pages, I mean, your personal, you, you get more traction in your personal individual account. It's the Facebook page, the business page that they spent so long trying to convince us we needed. And now, you know, we've gathered these thousands of likes and people who like our business, and now they won't show anybody our, our post unless we, unless, unless we pay for it. Yeah. So, yeah. so just to, again, come back to some terminology Rosh was using. He used the word native a couple times. What that means is that you would take the, every video has a file, right? So in the same way you took a video on your phone and you uploaded it to YouTube, right? Yeah. That process is called native uploading. You're uploading that, that video only to YouTube, but you were going to cheat and share that upload to Facebook. Yeah, no or part of it. Or part of it, no more. Yeah. And yeah. you don't do it with LinkedIn now or uh, LinkedIn to a lesser extent. Right. And Twitter to even, I'm getting yeah. interested in the language. Twitter is more generous in sharing a YouTube link. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, again, you know, I, I, I don't have exact numbers on how much these things are. are all, I mean, we just have to remember the basic concept because they're all going this direction. Where they are in the process, yeah. I guess, is almost irrelevant because they all just don't want, even YouTube. When you put links in your description and people go away from YouTube because you put a link in the description like, hey, we've shown you how to do this. Now go to our landing page or our homepage. YouTube doesn't want to show your video anymore because you're sending people away. So 
Um, you can do that once you get to a certain level because people use affiliate links and so forth. But when you're early in the game, don't have any links in the description. So check the date of this video because all this information is going to be old in about 10 minutes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> at this space in time, Facebook will, will be the most stingy about sharing YouTube videos. Yes, that, that is for and sure. LinkedIn, I still have people commenting, so therefore yes. they're seeing the video on LinkedIn. Yep. And Twitter, as far as I know, is throttling the least. Yeah. But yeah. like Ross says, they're all going to get very, very stingy about sharing other people's platform. I think, and we can share this, uh, save this for another time, Rosh, the next big platform will be one we're going to go back to zero again, and there'll be a platform that just allows you to share anyway, and they won't right. do it because it's not going to be about making money on that platform. Sure. Yeah. Very. I mean, smart, smart thoughts. I, I don't know. I mean, the, the people are trying, but Facebook is pretty good at squishing people, but yeah. you know, they're, they're squishing Snapchat now with their own system of stories. So. Let's bring the uh, screen back to uh, just you and me and we'll, uh, we'll close out and offer a chance for people to uh, interface with us in other ways. Thank you for the nice, uh, nice, nice little tour there on both pages. I appreciate it. Thank you that. for letting me geek out. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but I, I loved sharing that stuff. So just to be clear, uh, if you go to YouTube and you search, you can do this with anybody, Rosh Sillers, R-O-S-H-S-I-L-L-A-R-S. Correct. Yep. All of his channels come up, but the one that you're interested in is called uh, is Digital Marketing, correct? Oh, I lost you there. Anyway, look for Rosh's digital marketing channel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, my, my thing cut up. Uh, Rosh.video will take you to the main YouTube channel, uh, which is about marketing strategies. And that's clever, too, because now have you tried sharing Rosh.video on Facebook? Yeah, yeah. And, and, it'll, and it'll, it'll share it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's still about the same results. I mean, if... Now, that, that's what I would do, though, for example, if I, I would have a trailer and put a trailer up and then put in the comments, if you want to see the whole video, you know, follow Rosh.video or make the statement in the video for more information, go to Rosh.video. So, in other words, I, I, what Rosh.video does is it redirects people to the YouTube page. So, I don't have, I mean, you can have a redirect to any page you want. I could send all my traffic to Michael's page if I wanted to. It doesn't matter. Uh, you have control of the, the URL, so you can send anywhere you want. So, I make it really easy. Rosh.video. And, okay. and make people remember. Very good. Um, so, we're getting ready to wrap up here. Um, so, if you want to know more about Rosh's services and how he can help you, it's RoshSillers.com, everybody. And if you just want to model his success on his YouTube channel, you can just go to, as we said, Rosh Tiller's channel on YouTube. Look for the digital yeah. marketing platform or Rosh.video will take you there. Yeah, Rosh.video. Let me, let me interject there. Uh, the RoshSillers.com is my blog, um, and that's mostly photo-related. Okay. Um, Rosh.media will take you actually to the business. <laughs> okay. I'm making some notes here too. I have no trouble finding you, but I'm glad you clarified. Yeah. If I can help you with anything, I know that we, I have a pretty good following among people who want to become consultants and speakers and that sort of thing. If I can help you, of course, you can check me out at michelangelocaruso.com. And if you want to know more about how I'm doing my thing at YouTube, just go to my channel, Michelangelo Caruso channel on YouTube. Uh, I'm doing some interesting things, Rosh, and, and you, uh, you've been very kind with your feedback. Thank you. Uh, speaking in the round with uh, unscripted uh, video. Yeah. Those have been a lot of fun, Michael. I, I've enjoyed those. Thank you. It's compelling because most speakers, they're, they're at a podium or they're doing preordained talking points, and I'm getting the audience to play for me. You talk about engagement. That's engagement with a capital E. Yeah. And so I've developed a little reputation for this thing called speaking in the round, and if you want to know more about that, you can check me out there. I do want to uh, back up. And, uh, one more thing that's been bugging me since, we, since we've been talking, I, I wanted to get it right at the very beginning, and I've missed it this whole time. Let me make sure the viewers get this that uh, when, you, when you upload your video natively to YouTube, the only workaround right now that absolutely does it for you is you take that same video file and you upload it natively to Facebook, and then you upload it again to LinkedIn. LinkedIn so. started to allow native uploads. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think you can do that on Twitter now unless you, I don't even know if Twitter has a live video, does it? Yeah, um, yeah Twitter, live video is called Periscope. 
uh, Twitter bot Periscope. So that's, that's live Twitter. Um, yeah, you, you have 140 seconds of video. Um, as you know, they doubled the uh, word count, the, the character count to 240, but the video, as of my last check, was still 140. Are, are they planning to update it? I don't know. Very well, Periscope only allows a 140 second video? No, that, that's native to Twitter. So if you upload a video oh. native to Twitter, it's 140 seconds. And, but, but no, Periscope is as long as you're on. Now we, you see why we do these videos. All these things are changing all the time. The Instagram stories was a, as can you can go as long as you want, but it's only 60 seconds on a native video to Instagram. This is changing all the time, everybody. We got to keep talking to each other and helping each other. And Rosh, I'm so proud and, uh, and proud of your success and glad that we're video partners and, and YouTube learning buddies. Thank you so much for all your great tips. Hey, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Michael. My pleasure. We'll see you again soon.